Griner Auto Body of Washington, Iowa, using state-of-the-art techniques and decades of experience to get your car back on the road after an accident. And Car Doctor of Washington, Iowa. No matter who Frankensteined it, they can fix and clean and customize it. Present Round Guy Radio, Southeast Iowa Today. I'm John Bain, author of Christie's Journey, The Beat Goes On, and your host. On today's episode, I'm visiting with Kyoto City Councilman Keith Conrad, and he is giving us an update on the Kyoto Pool Project. Hello. Hey, Keith. Welcome yep. to Southeast Iowa today. How you doing? I'm doing good. And yourself, sir? Great. Great. Good. Good. Well, you are, uh, as my listeners already know in the introduction of the program, you are a Kyoto City Councilman. And uh, you know a lot of things about the the city of Kyoto. And one of the things that I was interested in finding out more about at this point in time is the Kyoto Pool Project. And I was just wanting to know how things are going with that, when you're scheduled to to open, and all those kind of fun things. Yep. So the construction is well underway. And uh, I know we had an original goal to be open for the I'm going to say the word wrong, Seskis. Uh, it's the 150th anniversary. I know I'm going to botch it You up. know, I've got some and, practice on that. That's sesquicentennial. All right, there you go. I just I won't <laughs> even say it because it's, <laughs> I've tried to say it a million times. I just can't do it. So, uh, no. Well, at yeah, least, we're trying, at least we're we got trying, it out once. <laughs> yes, you got it correct. I did not. So uh, <clears throat> we're trying to get everything. We're, we Our original plan was to get everything ready for the – 150th anniversary here in June during our fun days. And I believe that's the second weekend there in June. And it's going to be a four day weekend going on. And we may have hit a speed bump and uh, the grand opening could be pushed back. I think potentially a week over uh, oh, in a state inspection uh, glitch that was on uh, about an 18 inch of a wall. So, wow. but besides that, everything's coming along really well. I've been in it not swimming in it but walked through it and uh i was very impressed with the work that's being done on it so now where is the new pool located the new pool is going to be located in wilson park and that is on the south side of town by where our little league field is okay it's going to be on the southwest southwest corner so uh you, you shouldn't miss it there there used to be a little small pavilion uh Oh, I would say to the northwest corner of where the playground area was. That has been removed. The large pavilion's still there, but the pool uh, house is sitting right there in the, the northwest corner of the of the playground area. And then there will be a splash pad attached to it, uh, just to the east of where the the building is currently being uh, built at. Well, this is going to be quite an amenity for the city of Kyoto. Um, absolutely. Uh, we had our old pool was open, uh, which was at Lego Acres. There, and it was operated by the city. I would say Legos had built it, and we operated for probably five or six more years after that. And then the deterioration of the floor and the foundation of the pool got to a point that it was just not worth uh, uh, opening, or even at that point, it, it was beyond repair. So... We sat for a few years, and then a group came out, uh, citizens, and uh, which would be, I guess you would 
they, they transitioned into the Kyoto Pool and the Aquatic Foundation and have done a tremendous job at raising funds uh, to make sure that this project gets completed. And uh, they're still looking, you know, for funding. It's a 501c3. And uh, to finish off, you know, to help cover some of the additional expenses that came with that state inspection. Now, uh, I understand a gentleman by the name of Dan Flynn is very involved with the Kyoto Pool and Aquatic Foundation, if I'm correct. That is correct. Dan has done a wonderful job at uh, coordinating uh, groups of teams within their foundation and uh, listening, you know, and uh, holding fundraisers and whatnot. I mean, you can't say enough about what that foundation has done to help the community. Uh, they've just been just absolutely outstanding, and uh, I can't really say any more than that. They're, they've been terrific. Well, that that is wonderful, and I mean, it does take a lot of people to make something like this happen. And um, Dan Flynn's phone number for folks listening, it's six four one six six zero zero nine one seven six four one six six zero zero nine one seven. And if you are so inclined in listening to this and want to help out the City of Kelowna and the Kyoto Pool and Aqu- Aquatic Foundation. City of Kyoto, uh, not Kelowna. They got their own pool. Did I say Kelowna? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ah, <laughs> how embarrassing. Like I told you before we started this interview, uh, you know, we do as live, and I'll be the one to screw something up. So, and, But I did get his phone number right, correct? Yeah, Six, I'm pretty sure you did. I'm going okay, down the so, highway right now. So okay. Well, it's the meander back over to the south. Okay. <laughs> so so it's it. the... It's the Kyoto Pool and Aquatic Foundation, and it's Dan Flynn, 641-660-0917. If you're so inclined to give a donation to this most worthy cause, uh, he'd like to hear from you. And, uh, you know, you're talking cost on this. How much, uh, I mean, when you're building a pool, how big is this pool, and how much much does it cost? Um, Off the top of my head, in – I, I think I, I'm not going to give exact numbers here. I'm giving you a roundabout. I think it's something like 3,600 square feet with uh, okay. with uh, oh, a splash pad attached in the new pool house. It was in that 2.4 odd million uh, dollar range. So there you, that's a lot of money. It sure is. And uh, that the Kyoto Pool and Aquatic Foundation they are a 501c3, so any donations would be tax deductible. So it's it's an immense project to put on for a small community, and, and what they have done has been absolutely fantastic. Um, it is it is amazing, and it takes citizens and in, uh, in groups to really make things happen. So and I and I know just kind of uh, witnessing and watching this over the past year, uh, there have been lots of fundraisers that uh, obviously have have helped and made this possible. Yep. I mean, there's been things from bake sales to people selling worms to garage sales. I mean, just anything imaginable. They're going to be doing more of that. Oh, I believe at our at our uh, fun days, the 150th anniversary. So I would welcome anybody that's listening to come to Kyoto during fun days, check it out, see what they have to offer, and enjoy spending some time in uh, Kyoto and and help our cause. Definitely, and I was to say the. Uh... The festival itself does live up to its name of being fun, for sure. Yep, sure does. I mean, there's things to do for all ages, you know, at that point. So Now, I, and this is going to be something that 
even if you're not a citizen of Kelowna, or there I said Kelowna again. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know why I've got Kelowna with a K on my mind instead of Kyoto. What I'm talking about. <laughs> but, oh, right. but but when you're uh, when you uh, you're not necessarily even going to be a uh, citizen of Kyoto, and you can still go and enjoy this pool, correct? Yep, I know that. I know they're putting on even a, a pie baking contest. I mean, for the rules, or there's all there's all kinds of things they're doing. I mean, it's some neat stuff. I I I, I thought Dan said they were contemplating doing the a horse pull. Uh, oh, there's various things. Uh, I, I'll you're gonna have to call me back because I know there's the one of the meetings is coming up, and I'll, I'll get some information from uh, from them at that. And I can relay some of that with you. Or Lori Hammes is another good one to contact. She's in charge of, uh, you know, coordinating. I will do that. Now, is there a uh, Facebook page or a website where people can maybe see progress of the Kyoto Pool Project? Yeah, I do believe it's under that Kyoto Pool and Aquatic Foundation. Uh, Tag them. Uh, I think Geraldine Klein operates that. Um, I don't know if they had any photos put on here recently. Uh, but, uh, it, I know they're always saying what, what, what they're doing in, in, uh, in the activities that they're having to continue the fund drive for this. So, so, uh, a major, this is, like I said before, a major undertaking. Uh, do you know the, the name of the company that's, uh, actually building this facility? Yes, I do. You caught me off guard there. And I, I know Blaine, Blaine is going to be, uh, oh shoot. He's out. He's down by your area, actually. Uh, hmm. oh. I'm drawing a blank. And well, when, so. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about we'll talk about some other stuff, and it'll come yeah. back to you. Sure, it will. Um, so, how long have you been a city councilman for Kyoto? Um, since November 2009. So I've been there a little while. So you've got what they call experience. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so, what what do you find uh, most rewarding about serving the community of Kyoto? You know what? So, sometimes just finding what's going to work and, and think long term, knowing that people are going to be upset with the change when it's there, and follow through with it. You're going to have to take your darts, no matter what you're going to do in this in this line of work, and you got to have thick skin. So, some people are going to like the decision, some people won't, and it's just the gratifying part is knowing that the decision that you stuck firm to was the right one long-term and then watching those people, the naysayers gravitate and understand the the value of what that decision occurred, you know, of what it all entailed. I mean, there, none, of, none of the decisions are ever easy. It's always difficult because you, you're always trying to wait, where am I at and where does that meter read to be on the right side, you know, of that decision to keep enough people in the right point, that you're not getting pitchforked out of town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's definitely probably a fine line to walk. But hopefully, hopefully, when you have some successes, when the uh, the next ideas come up, maybe some of the naysayers from before might say, "Hey, let's uh, let's give this a chance." Exactly. Uh, it is. It in this line of work, it's not personal, and I think sometimes people haven't have a a thought process of, oh, you're doing that to help yourself. If you're sitting in politics to help yourself, you're really in it for the wrong reasons. Because a lot of the decisions you're going to have to make are not necessarily going to net benefit you. I'd probably say the vast majority of them won't. 
and you just get you're already knowing that ahead of time making that decision it's like all right i'm gonna have to do this because it's for the betterment of the community as a whole not just the sum of for one so it's it's been it's, enjoyable it, it truly has well that that is good and i can tell you definitely have a passion for it and and you know with listeners that uh here are southeast iowa today uh you know a lot of us are in the same mindset we like to do what's best for for the communities we live in here in southeast iowa and we want to promote yep. the good the good things that are going on and the things we need to remember is uh these politicians locally are our friends neighbors and relatives and they're Correct. not they're not some stranger in washington dc uh they're right here they're they're approachable and uh they'll talk to you and we have to live with their consequences too that's that's a huge difference yes for sure so ultimately yeah you're gonna you, you know if if you want to be serve the community and you want to be able to get through the community and wave at people and, and they're not giving you a one finger salute you're going to do things that are good for the community <laughs> that's correct i mean there are a few you know in the community i know will give you the cold shoulder it doesn't matter what you do so <laughs> well i was to say if they gave you the one finger salute then you can just say hey they think i'm number one <laughs> exactly here's a bigger <laughs> finger put it on your hand <laughs> number one fan so there you go well, so um, a couple of neat things coming up. Obviously, the sesquicentennial, 150th year celebration of Kyoto, yep. and then, then the new swimming pool, the aquatic center that'll be there um, finished soon. And people hopefully will be frolicking and splashing uh, sometime in June. That would be the best case. That would be just – it would be thrilling if that's the case. More than welcome to uh, – accommodate your swimming needs this summer i know we're talking about uh getting swimming lessons done too so that's going to be a huge part of that i mean that's really truly the the main reason of getting a swimming pool is and hopefully we can get the swim lessons in you know if there's no time crunch there because the value of putting a tag a price tag on the pool for saving one life i mean it's more than worth it so i mean just having the kids learn to have fun learn how to swim and in, 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 there's really, it's worth it. Yeah, yeah, it sure is. And the other thing is, it's uh, it's an opportunity that, I mean, I know there are some indoor pools and there's some outdoor mm -hmm. pools, but not everybody in every community can drive 20 miles one way, you know, two or three times a week. That is correct. That is and correct. To have, and to have that that facility going to be in Kyoto that's going to open up doors for people, for kids, and maybe even adults to have swim lessons that just weren't, for time's sake, possible to do. Correct. And I mean, even the, the the communities that don't have the pools that are close to one, they're they're automatically now close to two. So, you know, they have that, that decision because we'll be offering something that the rest of them don't have in a splash pad. Right. So, now, uh, what's the population of Kyoto? Kyoto is right around 900. We've lost some uh, oh residents. I don't know if that was through the census through COVID or what. It seems like we have just as many people as we always have, but uh, apparently it, it came down. And you know, it's just like every other community. You know, we we like to work on housing, uh, developing plotting ground, 
yada, 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 to, uh, mm. you know, get areas for new homes to be built. And, God, you would think having an amenity, you know, more amenities in the small community, you have a lower cost of living that that could pull some people to want to put roots here or keep the roots here in, in rural Iowa. So, For sure. And that, that was the, the whole point of me asking was uh, I knew that, uh, you know, the population was a mm-hmm. small number. And to to have a two point some million dollar swimming pool facility, aquatic uh, facility in your town is is really quite an amenity. It truly is. I mean, we we hell we have a golf course. Uh, we still have our own Kyoto Community School District. Uh, we we're kind of in a way we're very self sufficient in our town. We you know still have some businesses. Quite a few, actually. If you go, if you drive around through Eastern Iowa and look at the town our size, you'd be like, "Holy crap!" They still have quite a few stores and whatnot in their in their city. Yes, and, uh, and you've, you've got places to have cars and trucks worked on. You've got uh, um, yep, grocery, got a grocery store, store. yeah, convenience store, with gas, Conven- station. gas stations, yeah, uh, even McDonald Bone McDonald Boneyards. In Canada. That's correct. We've got a salad yard. I mean, we have. Raymans and Vitatos right in, right in there that hire quite a few people around yeah. town. So, I mean, we have our, oh, what is it, Miss Emma's? People come through town to do junk, junk teaking, I guess is how she's yeah. on her side. Yeah. Uh, there's Lori Hamas has, uh, oh, shoot, I, I'm going to get this one screwed up. She has her store uh, up on Broadway. There's, there's uh, or Main Street, there's uh, several attorneys. Yeah, we still gamble store, post office, <laughs> and a bank, and a bank, and a, and a bank, brand new one. Yes, so, so there's invested heavily in our community. Yes, and so there's a lot going on, and I know I know several people from Kyoto, and uh, they definitely have a lot of civic pride. They're really proud of their town, and for good yep. reason. Yep, they sure do. We sure do. So, well. Hey Keith, I really appreciate. I know you're a very busy man, and I appreciate your time today. And uh, I just want to um, thank you for for letting me have some of your time to get an update on the Kiero Pool and uh, the project. And and once again, um, for anyone that wants to possibly donate to the 501C Kiero Pool and Aquatic Foundation, they can call Dan Flynn six four one six six zero zero nine one seven. And was there anything else uh, you wanted to mention about the pool or anything else with Kyoto? Um, I think we covered most of it, and I know I'm forgetting something, but uh, you're more than willing to give me a call anytime you want to talk, and uh, I kind of actually enjoyed doing this podcast, so thank you much. Well, cool. Well, thank you, and I definitely will take you up in, uh, uh, on that offer of uh, getting back in touch with you and having you on Southeast Iowa today again. So. With that, I'll thank you and uh, wish you the best. You bet. Thank you. That was Kyoto City Councilman Keith Conrad updating us on the Kyoto City Pool Project on this episode of Southeast Iowa Today, presented by Griner Auto Body of Washington, Iowa, using state-of-the-art techniques and decades of experience to get your car back on the road after an accident, and Car Doctor of Washington, Iowa. No matter who Frankensteined it, they can fix and clean and customize it. 
I'm your host, John Bain, on behalf of Round Guy Radio. Stay friendly, Southeast Iowa.